Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Contracts 101. Sourcing switches. Here I was, young and happy. It was my first major job. New location, new building, new kind of work. My team was two other people plus my boss, which would arrive for the grand opening. The job was hard and, from any point of view, backbreaking, but we did fine. I was proving myself. We were one week in and two days left on the job. All the computers were placed on desks. The server was in position. Hell, my senior colleague got the changing room of the construction workers moved from our server room. Beers. We deserve some. It was 9 p.m. My colleague gets a phone call. It's the equipment supplier. You know the switches you asked for? Yeah. Five of them, right? Yeah. Well, the switches were on their way and got lost. We can only get them sometime next week. Hangs up. Shoot, we have two days left. If we had the switches tomorrow, we would have finished the job tomorrow and had one day just to double check and test everything. This was an opportunity for me to show how valuable I am. First thing in the morning, I started making phone calls. Told them all I would source the switches and get on with it. I called my manager for my very first IT job. Hi, this is me. I'm calling for some help. I need 2,000 type by 48 switches today. Do you know anyone? He replies, type 2,000 by 48? Good luck getting that within a month. However, I know that only one provider can source them. Give them a call. They're company S. Good luck. Call ends. I search the company, get their phone number, and call them. Hello, I'm me, calling on behalf of C Company. We need five type 2,000 by 48 switches ASAP. Can you help us? Hi, nice to meet you. You need five type 2000 by 48 switches now? Well, it's your lucky day. We have exactly five of them just shipped here. We were considering returning them. When can you come pick them up? Er, sir? I didn't even tell you where I was calling from. You did say you were from Company C, right? Get someone here to pick them up while we make the paperwork. This is our address and city. Better hurry up. I run to my senior colleague as fast as I can. I sourced the switches. They're waiting for pickup in another city. We can have them later today. He replies, How in the world did you manage to get five Type 2000 switches in this country in the same day? I was on the phone with the supplier, and they assured us that the only provider turned the transport over to another customer. I'm like, Just send someone to this address, Company S, provided over the phone, and see what happens. Five hours later, we got the switches. I get a call from Company S informing me about the price and invoice. Hi, you received the switches, right? Me. Yeah, exactly what we needed. Good, the price is XX and should be paid within a month. Wow, well, it's even cheaper than our supplier. Where did you get these from? We have a very badly paying customer that is also an IT equipment supplier, so we made the transport not arrive to their store. And by the way, they will never source these switches again. Have a nice day. So basically, 
a company that was supposed to be supplying you didn't pay their bills, so their switches got held up by the main supplier and sold them to you. So now you get them faster and cheaper. Good deal. And our next story. I changed my password and my phone died. What did you do to it? I work in the technical support call center for a major smartphone manufacturer, and I received the following call last night. C equals customer, H equals customer's husband, and M equals me. Me. Thank you for calling major phone manufacturer. My name is OP. How can I help you? Customer. This morning I changed my password and now my phone won't charge. I tried several different charging cables that all worked yesterday. What did you do to my phone? Me. I'm sorry to hear that your phone isn't charging. Have you tried holding the power button for 10 seconds? Customer. Yes, and it won't turn on. It's completely dead. What did you do to it? Me. I assure you I didn't do anything to your phone. I'm sorry that this happened. I'd be happy to set up service for you to have the phone repaired. Customer. I can't bring the phone to your store and I can't mail it in. Why did changing my password cause my phone battery to die? Me. It didn't. The two things had nothing to do with each other. It's just a coincidence. Customer. It can't be a coincidence. It was working fine yesterday and now the phone is dead and it won't charge. Why did you ruin my phone? Me. Two things can happen on the same day and have nothing to do with each other. Imagine. A person who never drank any coffee in his entire life wakes up one morning and decides to have a cup of coffee. He leaves the house and while crossing the street gets hit by a bus. Did drinking coffee cause him to get hit by the bus? Customer. What's your name? Me. It's OP. Customer. My husband is rolling his eyes at how rude that comment was. Husband. What does coffee have to do with anything? Me. I don't mean to be rude, but that's exactly my point. Coffee doesn't have anything to do with a bus, and your password has nothing to do with your phone's battery. Customer. I want to speak to your manager. Me. Sure, hold please. I then transfer the call to my supervisor and explain what had happened on the call. He had a good chuckle and took the call. Yeah, I'm not sure how people make the connections between totally unrelated things, but they do, all the time. They don't understand the whole concept of coincidence. And for our next story... Ghost in the phone. I remember this one from time to time. There was a missing phone in a hallway in my main location, where I had my office. Now that phone was missing from before I got the job, and I must have been there for a year already. Anyway, I get slapped with a new ticket to install a phone in the hallway. I get my senior colleague on the line, and he tells me that he managed to source a phone for that respective location. The phone central was different. And all I had to do was get the phone and plug it in, right wall socket and it'll just work. Plug and play. Easy. So the hallway had some cupboards and four wall sockets RJ45. One of them had a connection on the other side to the phone central on a pre-configured port. I just had to find the right socket. Socket number one. I plug the phone, wait for five minutes, and ask the site supervisor to ring it. Nothing. Wrong socket. Socket number two. Same as number one. Socket number three. I plug the phone, wait, Ask the supervisor to call, and again, nothing. I grab the end of the cable and plug it in from the wall socket. As I'm about to plug it into number four, the phone starts ringing. What the? I calmly plug the cable back into number three socket, back out slowly, and run into my office. The rest of the day was spent figuring out how and what the heck happened. Next day, I work from home. In the morning, I mark the phone ticket as resolved without checking. I don't normally do that, as I never want my tickets to be reassigned. But this time it was more than I could handle. Anyway, instead of getting slapped with a ticket, reopened mail, 
I get info that the ticket was marked as closed by the requester with problem solved. I exhaled deeply. P.S. I never told them that the new phone was haunted. And for our next story. Can you recover that backup we told you to delete because we didn't trust you to keep it secure? We provide a backup solution to customers that only backs up our software. The archive encrypted, the data being backed up is encrypted, and is stored on the secure FTP server that only their user, our user, and their IP address and our IP address can access. Seems secure to me, but what do I know? Two days ago, because of the Solar Winds hack, this customer asked us to delete all backups we created from our servers as well from their server. We don't use SolarWinds and never have, but this customer is scared and didn't feel like they could trust the cloud anymore. This is one of the stubborn customers who refuses to heed the daily email warnings that their backup is saving archives to the same drive where the data is stored. Bad idea. It became a really super bad idea this morning when the drive containing the data failed and we learned that they hadn't yet installed the new backup system and didn't even have a simple raid of two drives and let Windows handle it. They called us and are understandably upset at their own decisions. They begged us to find some way to restore the backups we deleted from our servers. But the thing is, we can't because it's gone. We deleted the FTP server, the VHD, and the backup of that VHD, but only after having them sign a document acknowledging that we were no longer storing their data, and that we recommend that they obtain new backup solution before terminating the agreement with us. Good news is, they can be reasonably certain that nobody will hack their data. Bad news is, they will spend well into the new year manually entering new data, which they fortunately have been maintaining a decent paper trail of. Okay, so even if I was the paranoid type, and I guess I can be sometimes, I think I would still find a way to back up the data on my own before asking someone else to delete it from the cloud. I don't know. It just seems kind of silly to me. Do most normal people really not think this kind of thing through? Okay, guys. Ran a little short on our normal stories today, so we're going to do some shorts. The user slapped the device down on the counter and exclaimed, My mouse doesn't work. The IT pro picked it up, looked at it, then slapped it back down and responded, That's because it's your garage door opener. I told a user to move the mouse all the way to the right. They physically picked up the mouse and placed it on the right side of the desk. I asked the user if she could right-click on her desktop so she could select properties, and she said nothing was happening. Again, I asked kindly if she could right-click on her desktop, again, and tell me what she sees. Again, she said nothing is happening. When I got to her office, I saw the funniest thing. I saw the word CLICK written in ink on a paper tablet on her desktop. The user was literally shouting at me that her laptop was not working. I run down there. She shows me her laptop. She hits the keys and touches the mouse pad, all this time shouting at me about how I couldn't do my job properly, blah blah blah. I walk up to the laptop, switch it on, and then just turn around and walk out of the room. I'm man and they're not so stupid. A new user called on the first day saying her password wasn't working. I reset her password, but she kept saying her password wasn't working. So I finally asked what the error message was. She said that there was no error message, but when she typed her password, it only showed stars instead of her password. <laughs> I calmly explained that this was to prevent people from seeing her password, and she says, Oh, that's a really smart idea. I've had six people, so far, ask what their user ID for a particular system was. I told them it was their employee number. They asked if it was all caps. Uh, I said yes every time. 
<laughs> Ticket. My hotmail has been hacked. Frantic user points to email login page and says, Look, they left their email address in the login box. It said, Someone at example.com. Did your parents have any children live? Ticket. Can you reboot the internet? It seems to be pretty slow today. I keep pitching them and you keep missing them. User said, You deleted my internet. Now I can't work or do anything. Turns out the web address was misspelled, and that's why it wasn't working. We had someone ask us if we could download the internet, so that we could still use it just in case there was an outage. Do I look like I'm joking? User calls and says her computer won't turn on. I asked her to check the cords to make sure they're secure in both the back of her computer and the outlet. She tells me she has, and it still won't power up. I go to her classroom and look at the cords and found that while the computer was secure in the power strip, the power strip wasn't plugged into the wall. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. <laughs> Client calls, saying his computer won't turn on all the way, and it's beeping at him. I arrive on site, check his machine, and find a full 5-inch folder on his keyboard. His office staff had a good laugh at that one. The user calls and says, I just put paper in the printer and still nothing is printing. I said, okay, I'll be right there to look at it. When I opened the paper drawer, the ream of paper was still wrapped. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.